0: This is episode 31, Love Always Trusts. Hello, hello, hello.
1: We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh. My man, how are you doing this week? Andrew,
0: or should I t- call you the Toilet Bowl? You cane? can.
1: Yes, um, you can.
0: As your name on the screen. I'm proud of that name. You know why? Tell me. Uh, may- yeah, I'm curious. It's
1: not about poops. Um, it's because, uh, although I'm prolific at that, obviously. You party hard? Yes, I party hard. No. Like you're a big party Dude, My f- this is my you're Like, holding on to that th- Toilet Bowl at the end of the night? Th- no. This is my third or fourth year playing fantasy football and i've been the toilet bowl king last season and this season but this season i'm one of the best teams and i'm in the playoffs i won my division i didn't even have to play last week at a bye week this week i'm taking on my brother um and the winner of this goes to the finals how much time do you spend on putting your teams together more than i should But the Toilet Bowl King is a, a okay. fitting uh, name because when you poop, a great thing to do is you hop on and check out some fantasy football stats, see if you should pick up a player, drop somebody, mm, if somebody has fair. COVID. Dude, COVID has made it tricky because there's like tons of absences oh, and all kinds of game this changes. changing and, constantly. Yeah. But yeah, dude, the Toilet Bowl King. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping to become the... Uh, no, I'll stay the Toilet Bowl King even if I win the league. That's just going to be my name. For sure yeah uh your name in recording Oh, you're gonna have right? to yeah like go ahead
0: you're gonna have to keep yeah. the name like if you win totally. with it like you're now stuck with that name for eternity yeah. like that's the only and way that works so my my uh, sister-in-law like you just got a. or you'll lose every every season
1: my sister-in-law just got a cricket which i don't know if you know what they are but you can like print words and logos and all kinds of stuff on stuff so like on glasses on all kinds <laughs> of things so she's gonna print is it like a laser uh, i don't know exactly how it works but like it's a you know like pretty affordable little um way to do it but um this which josh you can see says the toilet bowl king and has a has a crown in it uh she's gonna print that on a fancy beer glass for me uh as part of my christmas gift and i'm like nice
0: instead of instead of the little tops to that crown could it be like turds (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> a crown of turds, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'll send yeah, her
0: that. Like... I was on Facebook this week, <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine posted um, a picture of of palm trees with lights yeah. around them. And they said, "Why don't Why don't we decorate palm trees with with Christmas lights? Um, because when you do, they just look like turds, <laughs> or not turds. They look like penises sticking out from the ground." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's funny that's fair oh my gosh yeah probably better though
0: uh, it was it was even funnier because of who posted it you're just like oh, I didn't see that one coming oh my gosh
1: <laughs> yeah man good times good times so your name on here I know that people uh, can't see us but they can hear us but your name uh, that you chose is turd Ferguson so it was fitting your turd comment yeah. on my uh, my crown it's a good um,
0: it is true that is a uh, homage to uh, Will Ferrell isn't yeah. it Yeah. yeah in um, oh, what's the name of that TV that TV Saturday show? Saturday Night Live. Not Saturday Night Live, <laughs> but the one that they were m- mocking.
1: Uh oh, the uh, Je- was it Jeopardy? Jeopardy? Celebrity Jeopardy. It's not Jeopardy. Yeah. Was yeah. it Jeopardy. Hmm. With Alec yeah. Baldwin and yeah, so or whatever. Yeah.
0: That's when. That's when. Um. Well, I'll give him Elf. But after Elf, that's really the last time he was funny.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, name a dude. Was Elf? So Step Brothers, Elf and saturday night live oh, i did Dude, forget step, about step brothers right. okay i'll give you and that. talladega nights is it's also ridiculous. there talladega nights I, it's dumb but it's freaking hilarious mm. but step brothers is like yeah, one of the all-time of ridiculous nights. movies <laughs> yeah
0: all-time you put it in all-time category
1: feral i would say it's the best but like comedy i wouldn't say okay. all-time funniest but it does make me belly laugh every time i watch it
0: you know you know what i watched because it's christmas season and you're supposed to watch christmas yeah. movies during yeah. christmas season i watched uh the grinch who stole christmas the jim carrey uh, one or like, which one um
1: jim yeah. jim carrey yeah. as uh-huh. the grinch dude phenomenal that, i love that movie like phenomenal I loved that. i've watched that a ton. just of the time. facial expressions mm-hmm. like
0: mm-hmm. you're just like this is impressive yeah. like that
1: yeah all right you win
0: uh, if you didn't win an Oscar for that, you should have.
1: That's true. I don't think he did. You wouldn't have because it's a kid's yeah, movie, but still. Right. Josh, if you um, could like, create a holiday, what would it be? <laughs> if I could create a
0: holiday, what would it yeah. be? Uh, I'd probably go selfish. Uh, I'd just be like the Josh holiday. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think like how you'd celebrate it, though. Yeah. Like, What would you do everyone including children i think would have to take like a shot of bourbon um to start the day off like that's how you start the day at 9 a.m um
1: (laughs) what a ridiculous holiday uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i think it'd be it'd make things a lot more
1: interesting and fun oh my gosh Um,
0: what other crazy things can they do?
1: It would. I don't know, I have to think about it. That would one. have to be like uh, simultaneously election day, so it just happens once every four years. <laughs> it's presidential election day. Is also Josh Day. What? Whoa, uh, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you? What are you doing? Taking away my holiday for a yearly holiday <laughs> and making it four years, every four years. That's ridiculous. I'm just say no. It's an every. It should be almost an every month holiday, <laughs> like the first of every oh, month. Oh my gosh! We should just celebrate. Oh Josh. man. I just think yeah. that would be – that seems I to be smart. I appreciate uh, And there would just be like a hockey tournament mm-hmm. all day. We just got to watch hockey all day long. That'd well, then starting
1: sweet. the day drinking, uh, that makes sense. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was, uh, heard a story this week of a coworker um, pulling out a uh, glass of wine behind, from behind her computer <laughs> after it became noon. Um, and I like, that's – that's, pretty that's
1: ridiculous. Uh, it's that's crazy ridiculous. that noon is oh, noon funny. the new time that it's acceptable to have a drink. Jan and I were talking about this, but in a serious conversation. What was the time before? Five. It's five o'clock somewhere. Remember like the story or the, the song uh-huh. five o'clock somewhere? I don't
0: know why that's like the social norm. Yeah. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Now. I think you should drink it any time if you want to drink, drink. <laughs> like if you want bourbon with breakfast. I don't see the issue with, like, you're not getting oh. drunk, you're not drinking to get right. drunk. At least we're that's not. Fair. So, like, does it really matter when you're Dude, drinking? Bourbon you know, with breakfast. Now, if, you're, if you're just getting a blackout drunk, well, that's or you want to be the toilet bowl king and <laughs> hold on to that toilet bowl, <laughs> then, yeah, you probably shouldn't be starting at 8 a.m. or you're going to be very unproductive for the day. <laughs>
1: That is not what my name uh, means. Um,
0: yeah, your your, your productivity is going to go It's because I
1: always wound up... Well, I love
0: like pointing out little things know, like you're this killing me that describe you're killing you in a light me. that you don't like to be described <laughs> You <laughs>
1: love it. You really do. Uh, because
0: cause you can't help it to I'm like, yourself. Like, you won't let it just be there. You're like, I don't know. I can't put that out there in the I world. Know. My mom listens to this.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, I... Um, uh, that's so Dude, funny. when you said bourbon for breakfast, for whatever reason, it made me think of uh this bourbon maple chunk ice cream that I had a while oh, back. Someone got it from Oh me. my oh. gosh. It was it was just from Turkey Hill. Someone
0: it, got me bourbon maple syrup for ooh, a coworker that's of mine.
1: What's up. Uh, for that's Christmas. gonna be awesome.
0: It's pretty good. It's very bourbon. Dude,
1: that's a good combo uh, though. More bourbon. Pancakes I, I had one with from butter. before. Mm. That, there you go. Mm. You're living
0: makes me need more or waffles yes. oh, waffles they're the best
1: yeah. they're so my crispy. wife and daughter's like, favorite breakfast whoever invented food. Waffles, waffles they win are. they yep. should be
0: i don't know what mine is my what's what's that's my next question to you what's your favorite
1: back breakfast food? <sighs> like if you're gonna plan the perfect breakfast here's the thing what elements would i be a love part of breakfast? french toast i love uh fresh pancakes i love waffles So on that front, I'm good on a lot of things. Um, I even love hot baked oatmeal uh, with some fruit and stuff in there. Then you put butter, syrup, and uh, a little bit of milk on it. Mm, That's good. But here's the thing. The one thing that's probably my favorite breakfast food that I only eat at breakfast is like little breakfast sausages, like the maple breakfast links. Those are stinking awesome. And mm-hmm. that's like the only time I eat them. Like that's, Interesting. I love bacon, but sometimes I throw bacon on my pizza. I'm never throwing maple sausage links on my pizza. You know? Yeah. So that's my.
0: Maybe you should. Maybe you're just missing. I really am. Maybe that's. I the really reason. am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to change that. No, up. I, I'm a fan of breakfast. Yeah, me too. Breakfast is. Oh, amazing. dude, and hash browns. Um, I love. I good like, hash browns. Like over easy eggs on top of yes. hash browns. With, yes, with some bacon or sausage and a piece of sourdough totally. toast, like mm, that's a that good is breakfast. Good right breakfast.
1: There. So tasty! Yeah, dude. Uh, I love breakfast. You make me hungry. So tasty. All
0: right, here's my next question for right. Andrew: If you could mm-hmm. compete mm-hmm. in one Olympic sport, <laughs> which sport would you choose?
1: <laughs> the, the thing that comes to mind immediately. You, mean you can't choose like
0: female wrestling or something. No, like no,
1: that. no. Uh, Needs to be a man's dude. sport. Hey, this is so goofy, but the one this is not my real answer. Like if it were real life, I would say snowboarding. Like one of the snowboarding events, maybe half pipe or some crazy thing like that. But
0: cuz it's like what all the cool kids are but doing. But the
1: one that I think I could realistically do would be curling. <laughs> like it would be it would be fun. Have you gone curling I've never before? gone curling. Curling's but I have really fun. good hand-eye coordination, and I think it would be super fun to, like, be on a team, like, sweep, sweep. Like, yeah, it's just so intense so and too. ridiculous. It'd be fun. What about you? What would you choose?
0: Yeah, there was curling rinks. Where the heck were we? If I could be a uh, hockey player. Well, oh, yeah, that no. makes sense. Don't no, no, yeah. no about it. That'd be yeah. a blast.
1: Fair enough. That'd be an mm-hmm. easy win. Um, See, and I didn't say soccer because like the World sport. Cup is, like, bigger than the Olympics. I don't even know if soccer is a part of the Olympics. That's yeah. true. I would assume so. Everything It's got
0: everything in it. It has that sport yeah. where you cruise around on cross-country skis and shoot things. Like, that became a yeah. sport. that's called the drunk Canadian. <laughs> that's... Yeah, you're just like, wait. Like, what happened that you're like, I got the next sport, Canadian
1: guys? pastime. What if They're we like...
0: take a shot of bourbon, <laughs> grab our rifles, <laughs> And do cross country runs and shoot things <laughs>
1: while we do it. You're like, wow, well, that sounds but great. So, we're mainly going to go uphill and we'll shoot at different distances. And sometimes we'll actually go downhill and ski. <laughs> it's like, are you Canadian?
0: Yeah. Oh, would that be? Have you been cross country skiing before? No. It's I miserable.
1: Bet it is. I bet it is. I've been
0: skiing. We did it in junior high school in South Dakota, and it is miserable. What is
1: going on in like,
0: South Dakota? Who puts... First off, you can't walk anywhere. Right? You got you got freaking six foot you know, sticks on your yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you can't like... <laughs> you have to figure out how to push these stupid things. Oh, it sounds tough, dude. And then running with them to go mm-hmm. faster, and you have to like time it just right so they don't click in the back. It's a... Whoever came up with that sport hates their hates themselves. and just wants to punish themselves (laughs) on a regular basis. I think that's that's fair. Yeah, just like what sport can I create that just punishes? What would be the
1: least fun and most difficult workout?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my uh, my sister and her boys are coming out right after Christmas, and my mom's like trying to plan things to do with them. Um, She's like, "Oh, we could just we could just snowshoe across the lake." You're like, "What? No." Like no thank You're you. Like, that
1: sounds not fun at all.
0: Yeah, that sounds miserable. Yeah. yeah. Anything I have to put snow? Sh- I remember walking to school in three feet of snow that came up to you know my nipples, uh, <laughs> having to crawl through in it in South Dakota. I'd have snow shoes oh my on. God. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that for fun. Uh, like, thank you. It felt like I a just, mile, but I think it was I like a block you and a half. Emerging from a really snowdrift.
1: <laughs> With no clothes on. That's exactly how it is. Your You're like nipples. crawling. Like, uh, just trying
0: to pull yourself out. It's a nip, it's a nightmare.
1: It's a oh. oh man.
0: That's terrible. It's a yeah, it's a nightmare. Your nips are... Your nips are insane. <laughs> Josh. Oh okay, man. Wait, right, wait, wait. Your oh, nips.
1: You got a question? No, I don't have a question. I uh I woke up this morning and You just want to talk about no, my, nips? my nips. Um <laughs> I woke up this morning and And Catherine, my daughter, had finished the night sleeping in in our bed and I was laying like on my back and I have a mole on my shoulder and I wake up to daddy, you have a nipple on your back. (laughs) And she's grabbing it. She said, I'm gonna <laughs> pop it. And I'm like, What are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, she's like pinching my mole. First off,
0: honey, you don't pop no. nipples.
1: No, like, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, uh, second off, is does your does your nipple have hair coming out of it? Like, is it a good old probably, fashioned nipple? It's a mole all the I way mean, back not nipple.
1: Here. I have no idea. Mole? <laughs> no idea. Uh, but yeah, she's convinced. I have, a I nipple have one on my, on my wrist
0: that grows like the longest, thickest black hairs.
1: <laughs> Isn't that weird?
0: Uh. Uh, they're fun to play yeah. with this is so weird, weird. Like, I don't... what about a mole makes things yeah i also have a mole on my neck somewhere oh, yeah, this one. dude i do have a
1: question yeah, though for you if kidding. you could arm wrestle like anybody throughout history or alive today who would it be and why Or alive okay today. no let's say anybody dead like any dead like any historical character oh. they'd be in their prime when you arm wrestle obviously
0: Well, we first know it's going to have to be someone I can beat, because, like, why would you want to bring someone back and let them be you? Uh, no, thank you. Um, who could it be?
1: Are you going to go Margaret Thatcher? You're
0: thinking, like, some, like, woman. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, somewhere, like, like, there, like, who's the lady that created the first American flag?
1: Betty? <laughs> Betty? Is it Betty Ross? Is it Betty? Am
0: I making that up? I don't know whoever like she is but then I was thinking like let's be honest they like worked hard mm-hmm. so they're probably pretty strong mm-hmm. women uh and I definitely don't want to bring back a woman and then lose to a woman no offense to you women you're strong I just don't want to lose well to, if your just, whole
1: intent is really, who am I picking uh, because I know I can beat them then if you bring somebody back who yeah. is a woman who you 100%. think you'll beat easily and then you lose then it's just like double yeah. shame on you you should have just gone with somebody you thought Maybe no. it would be, but you got a close match.
0: You got to play it right, though. Like you would pick that person, but not say you're going to break right. them. So if they do, when you can still try to save yeah. face, because uh, that'd be important. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like this would be the event of the century, yeah. right? Like the arm <laughs> wrestling event between you and some historical figure yeah. that's been dead for hundred years. Deal. You have to bring back, yeah. Like there's that mm-hmm. piece. I probably like I'd probably like Abraham Lincoln. Dude, he seemed like a pretty I was like thinking lengthy
1: yeah. dude. Yeah, on you know, he he's might got have long he arms. might have that.
0: That arm reach, though. Yeah, but if you get get you you. twist the wrist, you get that leverage over.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think you should. That'd be a good one. He's
0: you know honest Abe. He'd probably he'd probably like force me to do it right, so I wouldn't be able to twist the wrist. Yeah, but you'd be like like he's he's probably rule. Listen, Abe,
1: you abolish slavery, but I beat you in arm wrestling. So who's the bigger deal?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So who's the better one here?
1: yeah that's, that's solid
0: buddy. so here's the next yes. question is if he came mm-hmm. back would he still have a bullet hole in his head ooh or does he come back in like prime form I think he'd be <laughs> you or do you I get, get to a pick because I'm bringing him back you pick your ape you pick I'm bringing him back with a bullet <laughs> hole <laughs> Yeah, he's having Then a
1: you would definitely beat him uh, but, he'll be able to cover it up. but you're the yeah he'll put his hat you're on the jerk so he'll cover if you, it up, get, but if if you beat a guy who's like been know. shot and You're like yeah I mean if our <laughs> wrestling true. it's like oh was it it's pre-shot true. or post-shot and then you're like just chill <laughs> out
0: people yeah he got rid of slavery yeah. All right, he's, he's fine
1: like, all right he did enough he did enough <laughs> uh, that's funny. no
0: did you see um where is it we're getting a political I'm about to get political Perfect. but whatever um there's a school somewhere on the West Coast, Washington, I would assume Washington, or Oregon, but it could be California, uh, that has Abraham Lincoln Elementary or mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln Middle School. And they're going to change the name. Really? because
1: Did he do a bunch uh, of stuff of what they represents. don't like,
0: too, or something? <laughs> Apparently. But you're like, uh, now I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry.
1: his most famous thing is oh, a great all thing. Woke, you all know? you
0: woke people out there, I'm not woke
1: enough. Dude, I'm sorry, I apologize. Get woke, go broke, you know, that's what they say. That's what some have said.
0: Wait, so the only way to get woke, you have to go broke?
1: I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I'm woke enough, Mm. man. I have no idea. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. Dude, what are we talking about today other than politics? We're talking about getting woke and how Jesus was... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Today, we are talking about... Uh we're almost done, man. We're really close to the end of first Corinthians thirteen at least of the the first eight verses we are um so today we're on love always trusts and uh and the reason if you're listening to us for the first time and you're like, why'd you just do all that intro? The reason is uh we're trying to model questions and relationships and also hopefully make you laugh a little bit um. In all the intros, because this whole chapter, at least 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 8, is all about love. And we're really looking at this in terms of what does it mean to love others well, like be in relationship with others. What does it mean to love God well, be in relationship with God. So uh, we figured we should do a lot of pre-mumble um, and have some goofy and intentional questions to uh, start that time. So Yeah. Love always trusts. And, uh, man, Josh, I don't know about you, but trust is something that, uh, can be easy to give until it's not easy to give for me. (laughs) It's easy to give the first time. And then when it's broken or, uh, or I come out in the wrong because of it, it's harder to give the second time, um, to people at least. So, um, I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on love? Wait, you always what, trust. What do you trust? What do you trust? that's not people. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, okay, that's right. I was just thinking. Like, do you trust your dog? Like, No, I do people? not trust my who dog. She's a total to? turd. She'll be like great for days and then just Yeah, speaking of total yeah. turd, my dog laid some turds in
0: my house <laughs> yesterday cuz yeah. he's a little turd. You, One of them was on you the couch.
1: him too much You're and like, then he's the like, the by you... the way, I'm still jack I'm going to poop on your steps.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, well, then I was like, how'd you do it? Like, I've seen you poop. It's like a whole ordeal. Like, how did you balance on the step and get a turd out? That's funny. Like now I'm just, I have more questions. How'd you do it? Uh, No, trust is hard because we've all been burned in relationship, right? Like someone has broken your trust. Someone has harmed you, hurt you, um, did something, um, that, that destroyed that trust. And it's very hard once you go through situations like that to trust another person because it's inevitable it's going to happen again, and it is it is going to happen again. Um, So I think when people hear these verses, I think the first response is probably like, "How do I get out of Mm it?" You're like, "I hear what you're saying, Jesus. Like, I get it. Always we're supposed if I'm really going to love my brother, but like, do I always have to trust him? And what does trust really? You mean always, once, right? Um, So I I think there's a yeah, I think, there's, I think there's a, hey, is there a scapegoat mm-hmm. in this one? Like any, any, you know, subcommands that I can use to, to get out of not having to trust people. Um, and I get it. Like I've been burned plenty of times in my life. I, I understand. I'm right there with you. Um, the problem is if we're truly going to have relationship with other people, and this is a command of Jesus, right? Like he said, love God, love people. Um, and if we're going to love people, we've well, we got to be in relationship with people. It's the only way that works. Um, we can't love them from a distance. Um, but if we're going to do that, well, like trust is a big piece of this. Like trust is, is one of those foundational pieces of relationship um, and trust has to be there. At least one side has to trust the other yeah. side or it ain't going to work. Um, I would argue both sides have to trust to at least some extent for it to work. But um, at least one side has to jump in and be like, yeah, I trust uh, that individual wholeheartedly. And then that person can do whatever they want with that trust. But um, like trust has to be. Um, a cornerstone to any relationship, whether it's you know a relationship with your spouse, a relationship with a sibling, yeah. or a friend, um, or you know, even a coworker, like trust has to be a part of of the equation. I think the difference that we're gonna kind of run into in this episode is trust is on a sliding scale. Hmm. Uh, I don't trust. I don't have to trust you, Andrew. The same way I have to trust um, someone I see you know, once or twice a year
1: oh um, yeah right yeah yeah
0: jack yeah, yeah once or twice a year uh because the rest of the time he's in a closet i just <laughs> lock him up um but we have a coming out party every every six months and it's this big deal I make him feel really special <laughs> that was a dumb it's joke, dumb
1: joke. <laughs> 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 you take good care of your dog uh, by the by the way for all I the do people take good care of jack's a very he's, happy dog yeah he's stupid he's very spoiled yeah doesn't yeah.
0: doesn't eat dry no. food anymore because he thinks he's uh-huh. above it yeah um I've even tried like, all right, fine. I'll wait you yeah. out. No wet food. Three days wait, later. you like, for. I'm
1: worried about you. <laughs> he doesn't the, eat. Here's the drink. <laughs> right? Yeah. Clementine's like that too. He's
0: more stubborn than I am. Yeah. Like
1: I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. You held <laughs> out. dude. You give wet I, food. You I wait. have a, I'm sorry to interrupt you in the middle of the thought. Um, but I think mm-hmm. we should circle back to that Be the, the trust on a sliding scale. Cause that's a great idea or a great direction to go. But, uh have you ever heard about the trust problem when eBay was first started? Okay, Mm-mm, so no. I re- I read this in a I have a trust problem with eBay yeah, now. <laughs> I read this in a business book like at some point it it wasn't that long ago, but anyway, when eBay came out, there were all these people saying like it's going to be like this was in the dot com boom kind of towards the end of it. Yeah. And there were a lot of people who are used to seeing these websites come and and crash. You know, it's worth $100 million. Yeah. It's worth zero, you know, like all that stuff. So there were a lot of people who were like, eBay's like a terrible idea. Like, obviously, I'm going to send the money. They're never going to send me the stuff. Like, so what eBay did initially was they spent a ton of money and they hired all these people to just help verify that you sent the money and I sent the stuff, you know? Like, that that was their whole job, was, like, verification, Mm -hmm. tracking. Like, we're your security team. We're going to make sure this transaction happens. And, like, within six months of eBay starting, they had fired pretty much everybody in that role because the actual rate of people doing that was so low that they're like, oh, we don't need to spend money on all these people. We don't need these, like, trust police, you know? Because... Actually, when Josh knows he's buying something from Andrew and he can see his username and his home city and whatever, um, he's just like, "Okay, Andrew, here's your 50 bucks. Send me the CD player, you know, or whatever. And it works. So it was it was like this weird, huge surprise because there were a ton of naysayers who are like there's like people don't trust each other enough. Everybody's going to use this to scam everybody else. And the opposite happens. So it's kind of cool of like, there's actually more trust in our society than a lot of people thought. And I think still to this day, like Hmm. I buy a lot of stuff through Facebook marketplace and I've had great experiences, you know, um, with people like, I, I don't feel like I've ever had anybody try to rip me off on that. Um, and you know, it's secondhand stuff and all of that, but I don't know, man. It's uh it's interesting that there's actually maybe more trust in our society than we even think because we're all pessimistic and jaded because of our personal uh times when we didn't trust people or trust was broken. So anyway, man, yeah the eBay problem. I wonder too, like
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a piece too, like I I think in general society probably trusts strangers more than friends. Huh. Yeah. Well, let me say it this way. I think because friends know you intimately and have the ability to hurt you mm-hmm. more because a stranger don't know a freaking thing about you. They know what you just bought on, in, on eBay because you bought it from mm-hmm. them. But outside of that, they don't really have any information on you. Uh, and the harm is, is pretty limited mm-hmm. on what they can do to you. Right. Um, where a friend, like, you know, they're, they're going to know you, in, well, if they're a good friend, they're going to know you inside and out. If you don't do friendships well, then they might not know you at all. But... Um, they have more ammo in the in the toolbox. So I think it's probably easier to trust a stranger than it is to trust mm-hmm. friends um, because of the level of trust going back to that sliding scale, that level of trust that's required. Yeah. I just trust um, you to do
1: this one with thing. With a friendship. I and, don't trust you in a wide yeah. lens. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah.
0: Um, and I think that that plays a piece. But like we look at Jesus example, like even in Jesus example, we see him um, functioning at different levels of trust. Like he's not... Giving, you know, everybody all of himself or all the information or all the big picture of the gospel and, and the kingdom of God, the mysteries of God coming to be um, like that's that's only for certain people. So I, I think there's scales to trust. And I think that's where we need to um, one remind ourselves. But just because there's scales doesn't mean I shouldn't continue to push you up the scale. Right. Like that should be the goal. Like I, I should be trusting you more and more and more as we journey longer and longer mm-hmm. and longer. And even if you hurt that trust or harm that trust, and that's going to take a couple step, steps back, I don't leave you at that spot forever. Like, I keep giving you a little bit more and giving you a little bit more and giving you a little bit more. Um, not to test relationships, because then we get yeah. weird controlling weird ground. But, um just in terms of like, we should be building trust. That's just be the natural um, position that, that we live in. And you, know, as I trust you with this, I should trust you with more. If you've proven there, and the second you break that trust, then you, you drop back down to a level, but there should still be some level of trust in the relationship. Um, you know, even if it's a small piece of trust, like I got to believe the best, the best about you. Um, but I think like Jesus clearing the temple courts, mm-hmm. um, let me find the verse. Is that
1: when you say clearing the temple courts this is where he straight up we talked about this before where he like made a whip and cleared the money changers and the people selling animals and stuff out of the temple courts right
0: yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah
1: interesting choice for a trust it's discussion like in the beginning
0: of yeah. one of the gospels oh john 2 um uh, jesus clears the temple i'm pretty sure it says something about this in here uh, yeah, John two 23, it says now, while he was in Jerusalem, this is right after, um, the, the clearing of the temples. Um, uh, he was in Jer- in Jerusalem at the Passover festival uh, many people saw the signs he performed. These are essentially the crowds and believed in his name. So these are not the disciples. These are not the people he's doing close relationship with. Like these are just the people, um, around him. Um, And verse 24 says, uh, but Jesus would not entrust himself to them for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind for he knew what was in each person. Um, And that's just essentially, that's just, that's just good uh, relational IQ, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's paying attention to how much can I trust you with these certain things? How much should I trust you with these certain things? And then, you know, as you come into closer inner circle, the level of trust should go through the yeah. roof, right? Like, yeah, the people that, that you see from time to time, should you trust them and give them the benefit of the doubt? 100%. Should you entrust them with, with who you are? Uh, probably not all of you, but at least a piece of you so yeah. they know you. Um, but yeah, I probably don't need to sit down with them and be like, hey, can I share with you my bank account information? Right. Um, can we get into any debt I may have? Can Can we talk about just really deep pains right. in my life? no. <laughs> One, that person's gonna be like, What is going You're on right now? Me out. Like, why are we having this conversation? Uh, and two, like, we don't really like not the place to dig into this. Are you things. about to die? And uh, I'm like, In charge but, of
1: your will, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah weird Right? Conversation. Uh, and do you yeah.
0: have any money if I am in charge of your will? Like, how <laughs> yeah. does this all work? Um, but your friends, your spouse, those that you've chosen to do life with um should know those things. Those are things that should be a part of of that relationship. And you should be vulnerable and open about those things. Um could they turn on you at some point and use those things against you? Sure. That's always a piece of it. Um but it doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Uh, because that's where life really finds you know we we've talked about this before that the full life that Jesus promises, John 10 10, I think is found in relationship. It's found relationship with God and relationship with one another. Um, and if we choose to only do relationship with God, like we miss out on so much of what God has for us. So, you know, even when we look at Jesus example, like Jesus functioned in this place of so there's different levels of relationship, different levels mm-hmm. of trust. And that's OK. Like we can have. You know, those close, close friends, the Peter, James and Johns of Jesus's life. Um, then you had you know his outer circle of the disciples and then even a greater circle. well you could even like there could be even a circle outside of that of mm-hmm. like here's all the followers that were still around but weren't part of the twelve, that hundred or so. And then you have the bigger circle of the masses. Yeah. And I I, I think you know, we look at Jesus' example and he entrusted himself um, to those, those groups at different stages, but trust was still a part of it. And I think that's the biggest piece of this is like, how do we, um, continue to push into trust without, um, without one pulling back and saying, i I trust enough people, but also mm-hmm. to kind of dig into now, if my posture is supposed to be, I need to trust people more, how do I give more of myself? And then also kind of the, um, esv translation of like how do i also believe in them more um and trust in them as you know that they're trustworthy beings Uh, but andrew like how do we i guess the question is like how do
1: we practically live this out well so the as as you were talking as you were sharing that i was thinking about jesus talking to his disciples his his closest circle like you said the kind of circle of the 12 not even just the circle, of the three, but like the 12 people following him closest um, as he was doing his ministry. And he yep. told them straight up like, Hey, I don't see you as like distant servants. I see you as friends. That's why I tell you the nitty gritty of exactly what I mean. Exactly what I'm going on. They're yep. the people who he tells the parables, the sermon on the Mount and the crowd sits there like, Oh, that sounded good. But what the heck does that mean? The disciples are like, what does that mean? And he's like, "Here's exactly what it means, you know." Um, so they're his close circle, who he's fully just transparent with. And I think, to me, yep. uh, that's a place to start, you know, where you have, say, you have some friends, but you're like, eh, they're they're more than acquaintances, but they're not my best friend, but. I'd love to go deeper in relationship with you or with them. Um, they yeah. love Jesus and they love me. And I think it's in that order. You know, I think they love Jesus more than they yeah. love me, but I'd like to be a closer friend with them. Um, one thing like for me personally, my, I, I can be friends with most anybody at some level, but for me, I don't like to be super authentic and unguarded with everybody. So for me, one of the most practical things I can do is, is tell them something authentic um, about me, (laughs) you know, put it out there, uh, even when I'm not sure how it's going to be received. And, um, you know, I know that doesn't mean like, share your your deepest, darkest stuff with somebody on in the first five minutes of knowing them. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, take a little risk with them and do it, do it cautiously, try to do it wisely. But if there's a lot of things you're like, man, I just wish I could tell somebody about this. Like, Try, (laughs) try telling somebody, try putting yourself out there and saying, I'm going to trust that this is going to come back in a, in a better way than, uh, than a bad way, you know? And for me, this, this podcast was one of the small ways of doing that kind of in 2020 of like, you know, you and I are now not like we have over 30 episodes out over 30 hours of, of kind of us thinking and talking and processing stuff together out there that people could use against us if they wanted to. I'm sure we've said some dumb things along the way. Um I know I have. And uh <laughs> well there's definitely people out there using
0: it against us. No doubt about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, but I just uh I just think like that was a a level of authenticity where it's you and I are both like okay, yeah. we're now not just totally anonymous. You know, we've we've given thoughts on a yeah. lot of topics, a lot of theological things, a lot of social uh, social things like issues politics all of it you know we're not just anonymous at this point so that's some level of like i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna see And, and when you and i talk josh directly and we're not being recorded um we have a different level of conversation where we're just more trusting because we have deeper trust we that we've built over years you know it's not something that happens overnight by any means so um I don't know. I just encourage people if you're, if you don't trust anybody or you feel like you don't have any close enough friends, um, a lot of that could be on you. And, and if you've picked good people to pursue people who love Jesus and love you, um, then try to build deeper trust with them. Try to share something authentic as a, as a starting point. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I think there's, I think the authentic piece is, is huge. Um, right. like You should be you everywhere you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the degree of of sharing or vulnerability, maybe is the way to say it. I'm not sure um, is going to increase as, as you do deeper la- relationship with people. Um, I think oftentimes for people like we're not authentic in any environment where we are because like our guard is always up um, because like we're just we're not comfortable with us. Um, and we'll talk about this in, in the in a couple more episodes. We'll, we'll dive into loving ourselves, but um, it's such a integral piece of like trust. if if I can't love myself, um, if I can't be comfortable with who I am both through the good and the bad and just this is who God has created me to be and I'm on a journey to becoming more like Jesus, but I'm not there yet. Um, like if I'm not comfortable with that, I'm definitely not going to be comfortable in a relationship. Like there's always going to be guards mm-hmm. of like, what if they know that I really think this, mm-hmm. or what if they know I saw that mm-hmm. or what do they, what if they know that, um, you know, I really want to hurt that person in that way, <laughs> all those things, like, what are they going to, like, we, we got to be comfortable with this is just who I am. Right. And that's part of this, this podcast. And yes, it's on a smaller scale. Like we're not opening up about everything going on in their lives to the masses. That would be stupid right. because trust is built over time. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't happen. And, and this is a true trust actual building. relationship. This is us. <laughs> yeah. This is us talking to a group of people it has nothing to do with the relationship. You yeah. may know us better. We don't know you any better at all because many of no our friends don't right? even like listen to this.
1: They, they, as we talk they to don't. them about the podcast, they're like, Oh it yeah, you're like, still doing that. Affluence. How do I find that? <laughs> It's yeah. like, okay, who listens to our show? I know five people that do. That's about it. Uh, uh, that it's
0: awesome. Um, yeah. I don't know who all these people are that we do appreciate you listening and sharing and, and getting out there and hopefully we're helpful in some way. But um, like authenticity is a big piece of this. So like, are yeah. we being authentic um, to who God has created us to be in all environments? And there's a level of exposure and entrusting ourselves to each other, but we should still be us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if I'm in a large group of people, um, I should still be me in that group. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't try to put on a facade of something that I'm not right. or put on a face. Like, that that's not... But I should still be me now as I grow and I should still be me in intimate relationships, um, intimate friendships, people that know me inside and out. Um, I should still be me in those situations as well. But they're going to just know more about me. They're going to know more of the stories, more of the background. They're going to know more of, of how I think about certain things. They're going to know, yeah. know more about how I'm going to react to a situation because they've seen me in the situation before. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're going to know the like there's just level, a greater level of, of relationship. Um, and we can even use Jesus as model for all of this, too. Right. Like Jesus had Peter, James and John, and then it was um, the disciples and and so on and so forth. Um, And we can look at that relationship. Well, they were defined relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Like Jesus knew Peter, James and John. These are John. John are these are the (laughs) close ones. Right. They were defined in Jesus' head. They weren't defined to control. They weren't mm-hmm. defined to create this, this like desire to be in relationship with Jesus because right. he's the cool guy. Like that's not the. But in right. Jesus's head, though not stated out loud probably, though John was pretty convinced he was the one that was loved <laughs> most by Jesus. Yeah, he was. We <laughs> do <you> see that. <laughs> right. Um, but it was defined. So you got to define people. Now, the other piece of this is we should be moving people to a deeper relationship with us. Like, that mm-hmm. should be our goal. Yeah. Like, someone that I'm just meeting, like, yeah, the goal is I want to grow in relationship with that individual into a deeper relationship. But trust grows over time. Um, trust can be given. In smaller mm-hmm. doses at the get go, and it should be. Um, and then more and more trust is, is grown. When we just try to like throw everything at a relationship at once, um, of all, here, I'm going to just trust you with everything that I am and I'm going to give it all out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not. That's not healthy. Like, yeah. like that's just going to cause, like, it creates this facade of trust, but it's not a trust built on foundation. So this facade eventually just implodes on itself and on everyone else around us. You know, you saw that happen in high school and middle school. Um, you thought he was your best friend or she was your yeah. best friend. And you told yeah. her everything. And then all of a sudden, she was sharing you're everything with so-and-so because you want to be close to so-and-so i'm um, you're like well what the heck
1: right or if like, you watch just, parks and but... rec and and you see with the the episode from back in the day when uh tom is constantly giving out house keys to uh to the girls he meets yeah, yeah. at bars and he's there like and they're like uh has this ever worked somebody asked him and he's like <laughs> no not yet but it's a great idea and i have been robbed six times <laughs> you know it's so good uh, that's not how you build trust yeah. you know it's yeah. Be no, wise about no, trust it. Small is steps, definitely built over time. Steps. But trust has to be
0: given. Like yeah. you've gotta you've gotta take those steps. Because I think a lot of people are will look at it and say, Well, because I've been harmed, I'm not gonna trust anyone moving forward. Right. And I get that mentality. Like Andrew mm-hmm. and I are eights, loyalty matters a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Protecting ourselves from harm matters a lot to us. Um yeah. that's that's our, our natural state. Um, but we can take that posture and because that's our natural state, and we can just say, Well, that's just who I am. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to la- lean into trust. Well, I'm eventually gonna end up in a pretty lonely place because if yeah. I'm not leaning into to trust, like the relationships become stagnant and then the relationships eventually just fall off. Right. Like there has yeah. to be growth in a relationship. Like relationships don't just stay even keel like they're either going right. up or they're going down. Um, they're not. Right. Like it's a, this wave. Right. And it's a big portion of that is trust. Are we building trust mm-hmm. or are we hurting trust? Um, so I say, I'll let to say this, you can be in that place where you're like, well, I've been hurt so many times before, Josh, like I, I can't be hurt again. You're like, no, 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 you can because it's worth it. Like the life that Jesus promises, John 10, 10 is a life found in relationship. It's a mm-hmm. life found in relationship with God and a life found in relationship with with people, with man. Um, and if we choose to only do one over the other, we miss out on so much life, so much growth, mm-hmm. so much depth, so much enjoyment, so much fun. Um, this is the thing that just brings out of us just the greatness of, of what life could be. It's built inside of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to be choosing to pour into relationship. If we're missing out on, we're going to miss out on so much of what um, uh, Jesus wants for us in this life. Um, but be authentic to who you are. Be authentic to who God has called you to be um, and get comfortable with you that's an important mm-hmm. piece of it. Because if you if you can't love you, you're definitely not going to be able to love other people. You might be able to fake it, but you're not really going to love them. And you're definitely not going to let other people love you. And if you're a person that doesn't let other people love you, you're going to be a lonely person because in our natural state in human humanity is to love one another. Like though we do it imperfectly and there's like, we want to be in relationship. Like it's built into our core. It's a, it's a piece of how God has designed us and created us, And we can convince ourselves that it's not, Mm -hmm. um, and even live a life that it's not, but at our core we're, we, we know we're missing something. Um, we know we're, we're losing out on things. Um, but we've just become comfortable with it. uh, Um, because we just feel like, you know, it's, it's who I am and we've missed, you're, you're just missing life.
1: Man, as you were talking, uh, I don't know why this first, came to mind but I'm hoping I can connect uh some dots but um and disclaimer I did google it cuz I knew the verse but I didn't know where it came from John 16:33 Well it came uh, from the
0: Bible probably did it's in the Bible
1: right? it's in the Bible uh John 16:33 nice. it says this there was is that one Jesus time speaking. you
0: quoted the Quran and we're just like whoa whoa whoa, whoa what are you doing
1: <laughs> Well like if Jesus Wait, said it like, wrong, podcast. wrong podcast wrong oh, um, podcast it says uh Jesus said, I've told you these things so that may, you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And I was just thinking about it, like through this lens of trust, you could fixate on some verses like that one and say, well, Jesus overcame the world and my hope is in him. My hope is in this next life. My hope is for when I die. I'm going to live in heaven eternally, and it's going to be awesome. And it is. I believe that. I believe it's going to be awesome. But Jesus also talked about the kingdom is here today and now. So the reality is, yes, Jesus overcame the world. He did that on our behalf. But the other reality is you still have to live in this world right now, (laughs) and you probably haven't overcame it yet. You haven't, haven't Broken all the shackles of what it means to live in a fallen world, you know? So one of those things is like, man, if you don't build trusting relationships, like, Josh, I'm confident that if there was something that I picked up the phone and I called you and said, dude, this thing just happened. I literally need you in my corner. Will you fly across the country? You would. (laughs) Like we we used to live in the same city. Um, I'm confident you'd be here and I'd do the same for you. And, like, you need deep, trusting relationships, hopefully that are in close proximity, so they don't always have to be. Um, You need it in this life to get through because, yes, Jesus overcame Mm -hmm. the world. Yes, the kingdom of God is here and now. No, you were not meant to do this alone. Jesus didn't do this life alone. (laughs) He spent his time on the cross Mm -hmm. alone, and he spent his time on the cross with one voice on the left side or right side telling him, oh, I, if you were actually the son of God, you could come down. The other voice saying, I I, I believe you're the son of God. And it's, yeah, you're going to be with me in paradise. You know, the two thieves on the cross, mm-hmm. um, you didn't deserve this. You do deserve this. You're not really the son of God. You know, that's how he went out of this world, basically how he died before he came back, all that stuff. But all I'm trying to say is, he didn't model going through this world alone, going through this life alone. When he was doing his ministry, he did it with very close friends, very intentional relationships filled with trust. Um, and and he, yes, Jesus had, has overcame this world, but you and I have it. <laughs> We're in it for as long as God wants us to be. We're in this life, in this world. So, We need each other because short term you can get by without those deep trusting relationships long term. I don't think you can long term. I can't. (laughs) I need it. So I'm going to assume everybody else probably does, too, just by nature of being humans. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think I, I think you could get by without them, but I think you're going to miss out on so much life.
1: That's fair. um
0: Like you think of recluse that, that are at home by themselves. They're not talking to anyone. They're not like, it's possible, but like what, what is life and accomplishments, not the right word, but like, um, joy, fulfillment, what joy and fulfillment are you getting out of life Mm -hmm. when you're doing it on your own? Um, like there's so much more to this. And the other part of this is like, um, we should be moving to having more and more great friends. Mm-hmm. More and more people that know us one hundred percent authentically and mm-hmm. know the insides and outs of just who we are and what we do um the the good and the bad and 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 the great. Like that should be our goal um, because when we get to those places like that's just that's a fun life. Mm-hmm. When I have you know fifteen, twenty, thirty people around me that I know have my back one hundred percent, even when I'm the worst, They're going to believe the best about me, even when I'm being a complete ass um, and hurting everyone around me. They Mm -hmm. still stick with me like we all want those kind of relationships. Um, And oftentimes we think, well, we find those relationships. um, You and just that's just who that person is. But yeah. I think we find those relationships because we choose to trust one another. Yeah. And as that trust develops and grows and strengthens, that's where we find those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we choose to entrust ourselves to those people more and more, I think that's where we start to find those relationships. Yes, there's people more innate to um, mm-hmm. being that kind of person that always has your back no matter what. Um, but I think when you get in a deeper love, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, right? Mm-hmm. Deeper relationship. Yeah. Um, that those things start to form and that person has my back no matter what, um, that because we've, we've journeyed long enough together, um, we've journeyed deep enough together that mm-hmm. that person, like that's that person. And I'm that person to that, to them as well. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's both hand. If it's one way, then there's someone else somewhere going along the way. It's not working, but, yeah. um, dig into that. <clears throat> so I, I think if we go back to the practical piece, um, I think it's probably safe to ask, um, uh, those that you consider close friends, um, your spouse, um, those that you would consider know you well, to ask like how authentic of a person or how like do you think you know the authentic me? Hmm. I think that's a fair question to ask. I think yeah I think it'd be eye opening for some of like, oh like one, I'm more authentic you think I'm more authentic than I really am. Mm-hmm. Um so I've got this other facade going on of like I got this yeah. image of authentic or it's the other side of like I think I'm more authentic than you think I am and now I'm <laughs> looking and it's not and we got to be so careful when we go down these roads, right? It's not a matter of I'm going to manage my image in those things. Like right. that's not the goal. Right. The goal is relationship. Because we can manage image really well. We see people do it all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, like image management is a is a uh, art form and a science of humanity. Mm-hmm. And we're good at it. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about true relationship here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about authentic relationship. This is just who I am. And you got to know me for me. The good and the yep. bad. I'm just got to be okay with that. And I got to yep. be okay with you seeing the bad parts about me because yep. there's relationship in that. There's love in that. When you yep. have this image that you're just perfect all the time, well, I'm not perfect all the time, so like I'm not gonna be able to meet <laughs> no. your standards if you're perfect all the time. Yeah. So we're probably not gonna be good friends. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, oh, you're a screw up too. I'm a screw up, dude. Knuckles, <laughs> right? Like, there's that piece of yeah. it. For like, we're in this boat together. We get it. Yeah. Um, and I think that it goes along with all we've set up to this point: the humility and patience and all of these things kind of coming together and um, you know looking at them in the big picture of the context. Um, so I think to to kind of close this up, Andrew. Yeah. Um, I think some of the things we've written down. I wrote down since since we've been talking, try to keep our thoughts straight because you might not have noticed this because we're just one of that good, but our call may have disconnected a handful of times and we just at tried to pick up twice. where we were going and um, we might have wasted at least 30 minutes worth of content where uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Andrew and I were just talking to each other, which is that's fine. Right. It's relationship all, for it's us. It's, it's just good. not helpful to get content uh, out. That's right. Uh, but here's the, here's the kind of the things that I wrote down as you and I were talking. Authentic Mm -hmm. I think is huge and key. You've got to be you no matter what environment you are in. Now the levels of entrusting yourself to to people are going to grow Mm -hmm. as you deepen relationship with those people. But you've got to be authentic. Um, if you can't be authentic who you are, there's a really good chance relationships are going to be very difficult. Um, and they probably, you're probably seeing that right now in your life. Um, there's levels of relationship as Jesus modeled for us. There's levels of relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, like some people are going to know you more and know you better than other people. And that's okay. I think it's important to, in your own mind, to define those people. Um, Andrew is this person to me, um, Whoever else, like I don't want to name any other names because no one else is here, is this kind of person to be, uh, right? Like, there's, there's that piece of it. All these names came to mind. I was like, I can't say their name. That's not fair. They don't listen, anyways. Let's be honest. But, uh... That's great. Uh, but so there's that piece to do like define those relationships like this is uh, a coworker, but it's be- a coworker becoming a friend. That's mm-hmm. a changing relationship and I want to invest in that. So I have to entrust more of myself to that person um, and, and, and kind of just show them the more of me and the things I'm excited about, the things that uh, I'm struggling with or frustrated by and the things yeah. that I'm learning, the things that, you know, I've learned like there's all those other avenues to just open up. But there's levels to relationship and Jesus modeled that. Um, and I would argue this, like Jesus had those three disciples. Well, Jesus had ministry for three years. He knew those guys roughly three years. Um, Like, I would argue, granted, Jesus had to die on the cross. We needed that to happen. Um, uh, And he came here for that specific reason and Mm -hmm. also to establish his church, his kingdom here on earth. Um, But if his life continued after that, um, I would argue that 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 group would grow. It wouldn't Mm -hmm. just be those three. There might be one of those twos that drop off of that list, not because there's a big blow up or whatever, but because, you know, they've gone on to different things. They just don't see each other as often. Um, And Mm -hmm. we don't have, you know, they didn't have the Internet back then, so they couldn't talk to each other the same way. Um, But the second they saw each other, they pick right back where they left off. Like, we all have those kind of friendships. But I think that group would have grown. Uh, I think we would have seen more and more um, people join those three that Jesus had as, as life continued to happen because he was moving more and more people to deeper relationship with him and and relationship is the key to all this. Um, I think another one is we should always be moving towards trust. Um, Like we've said, trust is a journey. It takes time. Um, So, but we should be taking the posture of how am I moving this relationship to deeper trust of one another? Um, Mm -hmm. Give trust. But it may be a small dose of trust, but give trust, believe the best mm-hmm. about that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but then about entrusting in yourself should we should always be moving forward to that. Um, and then, Angie, you have one last one on here.
1: It's way more fun long term. Like we we talked about this briefly, but the, the person who has no trusting deep relationships going through this life. Yeah, you can probably live. You can go get through it. You know, you can get old and die eventually when you're ready. But you're going to have a lot less of a fulfilling life than if you build deeply trusting relationships and i would argue lastly if you build deeply trusting relationships with people you can build a more trusting relationship with god and then go Mm -hmm. deeper with people i think it's both and i don't think they're mutually exclusive i think they're definitely related um so I don't know, man, having deep, trusting relationships doesn't always mean bearing your soul. It's just somebody you can have the most fun with uh, in your life. Somebody that actually knows you, who you don't have to establish terms every time you meet. It's like they know who you are. They know what you're about. They know how to make you laugh. It's a lot more fun. So I think trusting relationships just matter deeply. And I think they're needed deeply in this life to get through this life well Mm -hmm. or to get through this life more fulfilled or uh, yeah. yeah we just need it man and it's a lot That's more good. fun so um yeah. yeah i hope
0: and i think too I like the last helpful. thought i had was...
1: uh, if you're listening and uh oh yeah what the, the last
0: thought i had was um can you hear me
1: mm-hmm. yep go ahead
0: okay sorry I had a double. now my network's bad this is just a bad day for us uh, but here's my last thought, and you may have heard this said: like I don't, I don't need people because I have God, and God provides me everything. Right, uh, and it's true, God does provide everything. Um, but there are things that God has chosen to provide through people, mm-hmm. and you're missing out on all those things if you've chosen not to do life with people, yeah. and not to do life with people in such a way that relationships are growing that trust is growing that patience humility is growing um Mm -hmm. that protection and we'll talk next week hope is growing um like those are the things um, that that jesus has provided but he provides it to us through people and we got to do this life together that's the only way it works
1: that's right thanks for listening to our show it really means a lot to us and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with jesus and with other people And it also
0: helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you.